Welcome to Ruby Ray, real and raw conversations for the rising global woman. I am your host, Jacqueline Norton. Hello. Oh my gosh, I was just having way too much fun dancing to Top Gun to get ready for this episode because I feel like we are going into the danger zone with this one and... I'm really excited to go there. I feel like it's really necessary and it's a conversation that needs to be had. And, you know, it just fits so perfectly too with the new Top Gun just coming out. I mean, if anyone grew up watching this like I did, I mean, I can embarrassingly quote like the entire movie because of the amount of times that I watched this show, this movie with my brother. And I couldn't start before listening to Playing It With The Boys. (laughs) And it just connected me so much back to my inner little girl, seven-year-old, six-year-old, however old I was, and just being surrounded by guys, growing up with guys, and somehow I survived it. Somehow I made it through to the other side and brought so much with me through to it. So shout out to anyone who grew up with the boys, was one, one of the boys, or you know, a guy that was one of the girls grew up surrounded by girls because this really feeds into a lot of what we're talking about today and the lessons that we learn from each other and the opportunities that we give each other that we would never have just being surrounded by other girls as women or just being surrounded by other guys as men and just this merging of the polarity, this merging of the masculine and feminine. It's fundamental to our being and we can go for so long in our life rejecting it or refusing it, turning a blind eye to it, just like we can do with this trial that's going on right now. So today we're talking about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial and right now, it's everywhere in the media and you can turn a blind eye to it and act like it's not going on. You can go and pick sides and point fingers and get into the judging and blaming and he said, she said, or you can take a step back and observe everything that's going on, observe the lessons beneath the headlines and come to massive teaching opportunities that this trial is presenting us. So we're going into the danger zone today. We are talking about this and I'm not talking about it from a perspective of picking a side or saying who's right, who's wrong, what I think about any of this, because the bigger lessons here are what live below the drama and below the hype. And this is a really big teaching opportunity for all of us if we see it as that and if we lean into it and get curious about it. And there's some fascinating things coming out of this trial right now as it relates to the masculine and feminine. So there's a few points that I want to bring up today. This is going to be a shorter episode, but a very important one as it relates to the state of the masculine and feminine, the healing and integration, the conflict and ultimate resolution that we are experiencing right now. So I believe a massive healing is upon us for the masculine feminine energies. And we are in the year 2022. 
which is a year coded in numerology with union. So the energetics of this year on a collective level are all about harmonizing the opposite polarities, bringing into balance and bringing into harmony these opposite energies and merging them as one. And so that's what we're watching play out in front of us right now is the masculine and feminine are integrating in a massive way right now. And as this integration happens, everything that has been distorted and manipulated and inverted has to come to the surface so that we can see it to release it. And so what's happening right now is all of these messed up and unhealthy relationship dynamics that have been hiding beneath the surface or that have been, you know, slipping under the rug or have not really been fully owned and claimed and recognized in both the masculine and feminine are coming up so that we can witness it, reflect on it, observe it, get curious about it, and ultimately come into resolution and come into healing for this. So just know my intention for this episode is for the healing and the integration of the masculine and the feminine. It is not about putting anyone against another person, saying one person is right and the other is wrong. The intention for this conversation is purely and only for healing, for integration and ultimately for the merging and the coming together of the masculine and feminine again in a healthy, whole, healed, integrated way. And so the first part that I want to talk about here is what we're seeing right now with Amber in this dark Kali aspect. So this is the unrooted feminine. It's the it's the feminine when she isn't emotionally mature and when she isn't rooted rooted in her wise woman or surrounded by wise women. So as a result, there's this, that's where the screaming and the nagging and the the tantrums and the tugging and it's all of this deep, it's an expression of this deep wounding that's coming from childhood, basically unhealed aspects of rejection from childhood that just as an adult hasn't been recognized. And so it's just comes as this lashing out and this like, a child having tantrums. And what's interesting is the opposite end of the inverted Kali. So the healthy expression of Kali, she's fierce, but she's also very loving. And so this is an interesting archetype that we're seeing the distortions of. We're witnessing how inverted the masculine feminine relationship has gotten. And this is the inversion to the extreme. And we have to see it to this extreme so that we can then integrate all of it from the deepest steps and from the most dark, obscure behaviors into the wholeness and into the light. And so this dark Kali aspect is very present in the inverted expression with Amber. And and it's interesting too, because with Johnny Depp, response to this, instead of going into the nurturing mother, into the nurturance and the compassion and the warmth and the true healing that the mother brings, 
things as an energy, which is something that we all, women and men, masculine, feminine, need to at some point turn to and integrate within ourselves, not just in the women around us or within the mother figures, but within ourselves to bring that nurturance and warmth and compassion to ourselves. And so instead of doing that, he went into the escapism and into the vices and into the the habits and the lesser temptations and urges. And so there's this theme of the the mother and the dark aspect of Kali and the feminine, how she expresses when she isn't rooted in the divine feminine. She isn't rooted in like a deeper part of her being or surrounded by wise women who are able to point out the patterns to her and help her work through this and heal it. And so instead, it just becomes this nightmare of a situation. And there's no accountability. There's no inward looking. There's no reflection. There's no awareness of the patterns. And when you're a beautiful woman living in Hollywood, you can just really get away for a long time with this behavior without any sort of real self-reflection or opportunity to grow from this. And so that's what we're seeing with Amber Heard and the cries and the pleads and the unable to let him go, this grasping. It's this very childish behavior and it's because she's not rooted in her deep feminine. She's not rooted. She doesn't see her own inner queen. She doesn't see her own roots and her own ability to self-source and to emotionally hold herself in emotionally intense situations. And so as a result, it just gets projectile puked, you know, it gets vomited on her partner. So that's that aspect of this and how the abandonment, this the childhood rejection when unhealed or unexamined or unprocessed, how that starts to manifest in relationships into adulthood. And another interesting part that I'm observing less with Amber or Johnny, but more with the societal reactions to this case, which I didn't realize because I haven't been following it too closely, but it's pretty fascinating to just observe how strongly people are reacting to this. I mean, I'm seeing that people are watching this trial nonstop. They're basically stopping their life to watch this trial and what it brings up for them. And so that could be a beneficial thing in the sense of if it's bringing you to a point of reflection and recognizing how you might have acted in those ways in the past or how those aspects live in you because we as a collective have to realize that this is a reflection of us. So we all have these aspects in us. We all have acted in various ways, maybe not to those extremes, but from that wounded place that is the wounded feminine or the wounded masculine. And we've all acted from our wounds, acted from our abandonment wounds or acted in escapism or, you know, whatever the coping mechanisms were for us. And so that's really important to see and to claim, where does this resonate for me? Where is this true for me? Where can I be a part of this collective integration? and healing that's going on for the masculine and feminine right now in mass scale by owning my own stories and bringing compassion and love to those parts of all of ourselves. Because I think when we look at this, when we look at Amber Heard and we look at the outcries and the lashing out and the tantrums, that is a very wounded inner child. And so how can we bring compassion to her knowing that when we bring compassion to that, we're 
bringing compassion to those aspects of ourselves that feel that way as well. And it doesn't mean that we have to condone the behavior. It doesn't mean that we have to say that it's right, but it does mean that we're acknowledging that we are a collective and we all hold these patterns and behaviors within us. And if we didn't, they wouldn't be coming up for us to see right now. If we had already integrated these behaviors within ourselves, none of this would be going on and there wouldn't be such a public outcry about this. And so there's a massive opportunity for ownership, self-ownership and self-responsibility and just, you know, getting really honest with ourselves because these behaviors can't continue on. They can't be in the next phase of our growth. And so it was really interesting watching how people, and especially women, reacted to Amber Heard. What's interesting to me about it is how quick women were to really throw her under the bus and really just blame her, shame her, judge her, point a finger at her. I mean, it's like it was some massive mean girl shit going on and massive finger pointing, massive bullying. And I'm sure these are all from women who have been bullied before, or maybe they never were. But as women, we need to get really clear and honest with ourselves when this behavior happens, because this behavior is a aspect of internalized patriarchy. And I don't mean that in a way to like put men against women or, or shame the masculine or point a finger at the masculine. I'm not saying it like this, but internalized patriarchy, what I mean by this is any time that women are judging another woman, pointing a finger at another woman, blaming another woman, any of this mean girl behavior, any of this putting down of, of another woman is all coming from a place of internalized patriarchy. Why do I say this? Because the true and organic template of the feminine is not to put other women down. Women throughout ancient times and historically up until the patriarchal times and up until Christianity and all of that where women really started to be put against each other. This all stems from the witch wound when women went against each other and that trust was broken. So there's a deep wounding here in terms of women trusting other women, supporting other women, and a lot of us women are excavating this within our own relationships and friendships and stories. So I know this isn't anything new on a personal level, but it's interesting when we can see it start to play out on a mass scale within the collective. And it's just important to know that this isn't natural. This isn't organic. This isn't a way that we are truly meant to relate to each other. Even when a woman is going through something like this with as horrible things that she's done to Johnny Depp as she has, like that's not our intrinsic mode of ethos. And so that's important to note too, that this is also an inversion. This is also a template that's been distorted and hijacked and we need to flip it back to the organic way of women supporting women. And I'm not saying get behind Amber Heard and rally behind her. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be aware of where you hold judgment in yourself. Be aware where you have that knee-jerk reaction to shame her or blame her. Be aware when you want to go gang up on her or anyone else with 
other women because that's what makes you feel accepted. That's what makes you feel cool. That's what makes you feel like you belong. These are all lesser aspects of the feminine. And we, especially here in regards to women, we really need to own this and get curious about where are we judging other women still? Because this isn't how we're matrixed to be. This is an inversion. This is a distortion. And this is also a part of the thing that needs to come up so we can heal it. So every time people go to shame her, judge her, it's like they need to be turning that finger right back around at themselves and getting really honest about what place they're coming from when they do that because it's coming from a wounded place. It's coming from trauma and it's coming from pain and more pain just creates more pain. And so this is another learning opportunity for us. And the final point here is really that this is just a public demonstration of the negative polarization of the masculine and the feminine for all of the world to see. And it's on the world stage for a reason. And so rather than getting caught up in the headlines and the drama of it all, the detesting a person who thinks differently than you or choosing a side or saying who's right and who's wrong, look at this instead as a massive teaching opportunity for all of us. And I really believe that we all have a role to play in this because it's a teaching tool and it's a teaching tool meant to bring us back into wholeness. It's not about us getting all worked up over the drama of it. It's about us recognizing these patterns that have persisted within the masculine feminine energies for very long and how this is not the true way that we are programmed to be. This is a program. These are programmed ways, but this is not the true way of relating for the masculine and feminine. And we need to see this negative polarization, this inversion of the masculine and the feminine so that we can heal it ultimately and so that we can move forward in a more integrated way. And so all of these things which have been triggering to watch or the deeper memories that it might have ignited or the stories that have been brought to the surface or maybe brought back up in you from your past that got buried under the rug as well. Like I think so much is coming up for all of us right now in the way that we haven't always been treated right by the opposite sex or the opposite energetic polarity. This isn't just about gender, but a lot of times it does play out in this way in these relationship dynamics. And that doesn't mean it can't happen in a same-sex couple too. It's anytime you have the opposite polarities at play where they're in their inverted expression. And so we can allow everything that has been catalyzed and activated within us to show us the way forward and show us the true way of the heart and show us the true way of relating with the other and ultimately recognize that the number one lesson that this is here to teach us is that everything that we're witnessing on the world stage right now is in us too. And it's in us and it's rising to the surface so that we can bring compassion to it and we can shine our torch there and bring deeper love and nurturance to it because that really is the only way that we can solve this, that we can heal this collective wound is by bringing that mother energy into it, bringing everything that we're seeing that was void in this trial, bringing it so strongly into our being and into those rejected aspects 
aspects of ourself. This doesn't heal without compassion. This doesn't heal without a warm embrace. This doesn't heal without loving acknowledgement and loving awareness of what's perpetuating and what's been allowed to perpetuate. And so that is all I want to say to this. We are forced to watch this and I believe that we're forced to watch it for a reason. And as hard as it is to see, it also is, it gives me hope because I know that And we all know in our heart of hearts that this is not the way that the masculine and feminine are designed to relate to each other. And so this is a massive turning point. This is a massive turning a corner. And this is a massive death process that we're collectively going through so that we can heal and integrate and ultimately find resolution. But we can't find resolution without going through the conflict first. And so that's what we're watching play out before us right now. But it all has a higher purpose and it all has a way deeper meaning than what's being depicted in the media and it's an opportunity for all of us to heal and to grow and to integrate on a deeper level than we probably ever could have imagined so that is all I have to say on this today once again thank you so much for listening if you have any topics that you would love to hear recorded in the future please shoot me a dm at Jacqueline Norton J a-C-L-Y-N-N-O-R-T-O-N on Instagram. And thank you so much to everyone who's taken a moment to subscribe or leave a review or just send me feedback from previous episodes. It really means a lot. And I love having these conversations with you. So thank you for being here and being willing to go into the danger zone with me today. (laughs) It was fun. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ruby Ray. I am your host, Jacqueline Norton, and I'll see you next time.